Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast where we talk about anything and everything Wings of, wings of Fire. In this episode, we are going to be talking about um, the Ice Wings, and I'm Kibbley the Sandwing. And um, I hope you guys like me doing this, and you guys can go see some of my other podcasts. And I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and let's get into the podcast. Okay, so... <clears throat> Ice wings, also known as ice dragons, or arctic dragons to humans, are a Pyrrhean dragon tribe who live in the Ice Kingdom, the northwestern area of Pyrrhea, which is known for its cold winds, freezing temperatures, and the Great Ice Cliff, which has been, oh, there are spoilers, which has been destroyed by Queen Snowfall, their current queen. <clears throat> the ice wings supported Blaze during the War of Sandwing Succession, Joining her alliance with the promise of a large portion of land near the Sandwings' northern border if Blaze won. I think Blaze is in it to get the jewels and just to get pretty and stuff. Okay, but let's keep going. So their description is, Icewing scales can range from silvery gray and white colors to pale shades of blue, purple, and pink. Intended to blend into their icy surroundings. Their coloring has been described as silver like the moons, pale blue like ice, as pale as the moons or moon white scales. <clears throat> in scales, the color of sky reflected in the snow on the distant mountain peaks, ice wings have dark blue or stormy gray eyes, forked blue tongues, and dark blue blood. And in the dangerous grift gift, you can actually see Snowfall has like um, a hook that's coming out of her wing. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the head of an ice wing is shaped like a diamond and is very narrow, with a ruff of extra horns behind their heads and spikes along their backs. They are lean dragons with thin, whip-like tails with icicle-shaped spines. And I think that's awesome. I think it's really cool, like, how, how they're all shaped and stuff. Um, ending in a very sharp tip. Um... I think that you can see that in the Dangerous Gift of Snowfall's tail kind of just dangling like a whip. <clears throat> Alright, here's the part I was talking about um, for the claws on their wings. They have serrated claws for walking on ice. Some ice, ice wings, such as Lynx, have dark freckles or markings on their faces and wings, although this is not too common. So it says um, they have serrated claws for walking on the ice. Um like the claws that are on her wing. <clears throat> okay. When upset, some ice wings have been shown to ruffle up the spines around their necks. They can handle fight distance as well, but are weaker when subjected to heat. Which, I'm kind of wondering, how did they go all the way to Jade Mountain, where it's like pretty hot and stuff, and fight off the night wings? I'm kind of confused about that. <clears throat> Okay, so this is their diet. Ice wings prefer to eat creatures who live in the ice kingdom, such as polar bears, whales, seals, penguins, walruses, hawks, and fish. And um, <clears throat> ice wings meals have been described as containing bowls of dripping meat, which you can kind of see in, um, I think it's like in the beginning or ending of book seven, Winter's Book. Um, and he was kind of hunting the polar bears, but he couldn't do it. 
They also consume scavengers, though not very often, as they are rare in the ice kingdom. Ice wings are known to con- consume fish as well due to their presence in the ocean. Water s- seals are common among those lower classes due to the gift of s- susten- sustenance. I think that's the word. A hole in the ice where the lower born ice wings live. Enchanted to always give the hunter a seal when they stick a talon in. Ice wings would also eat frozen berries and even have ice cream. And I would love to be an ice wing and just have ice cream all the time. And like all the time. Um, ice wings typically enjoy their food raw. Um, I will be right back. I'll probably play some music, but I'll be right back. Okay, everybody, I'm back. Um, I had to go grab something, <clears throat> but um, let's continue with the abilities. Um, ice rings can withstand sub-zero temperatures and very bright light. But something I'm confused about, if they can like stand very bright light, why, why does heat kind of like take away some of their powers almost like make them weaker if they're like they can withstand like really really bright light like the sun i'm confused about that okay they have serrated claws for gripping slippery ice like we said which was described as 10 times sharper than normal claws um and like getting clawed four times with each claw instead of once i think i've heard that them say that when used offensively. They are also known for having sharper eyesight than the other Prairian Dragon tribes. <clears throat> I think I am. I can't remember who it was, but they were saying something about that. Um, their scales emit an icy cold chill, which can freeze tiny drops of water on their bodies. They can also exhale a freezing weapon called Frost Breath, also known as Freezing Death Breath. By the Dragoness of Destiny. I love that. I love when they say that. And another thing I love is when, um, Sunny's like, Yo, Glory's got, um, Death Spit. Or, like, Black Death Spit or something like that. <clears throat> Alright. Um, Frost Breath appears as a cloud of sparkling smoke and can cause limbs to fall clean off from Frostbite. The only known direct cure is the Gift of Healing, a set of narwhal horns. Enchanted by Queen Diamond to heal accidental frost breath, frost breath injuries. In other cases, fire or related heat emitting liquids are used to melt the ice. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> okay. It forms ice crystals where it makes contact with the dirt. And in the novel, I think that you can see that when um, Ford... Fjord, I think his name is, is using frost frost breath again, like during combat with Clay in the Skywing Arena. <clears throat> and um, and can be used to extinguish fires for their um, frost breath can. Okay, um, an ice wing can be prevented from using their frost breath for a short time by raising their body temperature either via a warm 
um, environment or manually heating them up, hot metal or fire, similar to mud wings but reversed. Um, fjord scales have been seen melting while in the arena, which could indicate that ice wing scales cannot withstand the heat. A dragon affected by frost will f- um, feel freezing pain, shocking the affected area into par- paralysis, <clears throat> and is quite painful for the first few seconds until the area becomes numb. Victims of frost breath will sometimes become unconscious. <clears throat> um, I can't remember what part it is, but um, it might have been in like book four how uh, battle. Oh, this is um a spoiler. How battle winner or a battle winner <clears throat> kind of gets out of her tub of lava. And she, like, tries to blow fire, but she blows the, um, frost breath. Because she got, um, an ice wing got her straight through the mouth and froze her throat. Okay. Um, become unconscious, which can be treated with water and hot coals. Um... A fire-breathing dragon could survive having frost breath shot down their throat for a short time, um, like Battlewinner did, or Battlewinner did. But the only known way to survive after sustaining internal frost breath injuries is by staying immersed in lava. Internal frost breath injuries can eventually overwhelm a dragon if they leave their lava. This is shown in Battle in Battlewinner's case. Dragons hatched with fire scales cannot be hurt by frost breath. <clears throat> though an impacted area may be numb for some period of time. I did not know that, actually. Okay. Um, ice wings have very sharp, glittering, and bright minds that are hard to read. And I think you could see that when Moon was trying to read Winter's Mind or something like that. Um, groups of ice wings will, re- will reflect off of one another and become even more difficult to read. I think I remember that part. Um, can't remember. Ice wings have trouble scenting things properly in more crowded environments like forests or towns. I never knew that. This may be due to how they are hatched in tundras, where many of the common scents are covered by the scent of snow and the small variety of animals that live there. I never actually thought about that. That's actually really good. It's like a really good idea. I never knew that. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Animus Magic Ice Wings. Well, Animus Magic. Ice Wings were in once known for having more Animus Dragons than any other tribe, as well as having magic the longest. These dragons were carefully bred into the royal family and monitored extremely cautiously, with strict, strict rules for uh, the use of their powers to keep their soul from turning evil. And I don't think that. I think it's just, like, the more power you have, the... It's not more so taking away, your pa- like, your soul. I think it's just the more power you have, the more power you're going to want. <clears throat> okay. But, um, Icewing Animus Dragons were only permitted to use their power once. Um, spoiler for book 14. They found out, I can't remember who it was, but, uh, the, one of the queens used her magic more than once. <clears throat> For the benefit of the tribe, 
at the gifting ceremony on their seventh hatching day. That's where they see if they have Anna's magic. Some anime side swings went against the rules, such as Queen Diamond, who used her power three times. Like I said, one's for her normal animus gift, the gift of healing, one for the gift of vengeance, the diamond caves. <clears throat> okay. And once to enchant the ice wing crown as to make the rare hate night wings as much as she had. Ice wings hosted tests similar to the sea wings, towns of power ceremony, to find animus dragons. The ice wings line up line of animus dragons ended when Arctic the last known ice wing animus ran away with Foslayer to the Night Kingdom, leading the Ice Wings to believe that the Night Wings stole their precious magic. And I don't actually think that's true. I'm pretty sure that they said that, though. Okay, so, the names are like, Ice Wing names are chosen by the family member with the highest rank and must be approved by the Queen. I never knew that. They can be named after ice formations like Glacier and Icicle, Arctic animals, terrestrial or aquatic, um, such as lynx, narwhal, and ermine. Words for white in various languages, such as alba and hivichir, I think it is. Polar landscapes, such as tundra. Polar weather, such as hailstorm, and after mountains, such as Changbai, I think. <clears throat> they can also be named after blue and white gemstones, such as diamond and opal as well as cold seasons like winter. Okay, so the Animus Dragons are Arctic Darkstalker, who is half Nightwing, half um, Icewing, and Diamond, Frostbite, Opal, Penguin. The students at Jade Mountain are Alba, Chengbai, Ermine, Icicle, formerly on the trail, on trial in the Ice Kingdom for attempting to kill Starflight and Glory and killing an unnamed Nightwing by the orders of Queen Scarlet. <clears throat> Winter formerly currently living with the Talons of Peace in, Chan- in Sanctuary, which I actually read about. And that's going to be it for this podcast, and I hope you all enjoyed it. And this was a longer episode than usual, so I'll see you guys on the next one. Oh, and thank you to wingsoffire.fandom.com. You guys should go and check them out. They supplied me with some of this information, so go check them out. And thank you for listening to this podcast. I'll see you on the next one.